Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, buckle up and maybe pack a lunch as we are recapping a whirlwind of a Monday. Next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Great to be with you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, always free and available on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Thanks for making us your first listen with the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. How do we start this thing? Shake off the confusion and the chaos and prepare possibly for a new day of confusion and chaos. We have got... Quite the wild day to recap from a day ago and some things to speculate on as it relates to the future as we tap into once again the pulse of the portal. Coming in, going out, never showed up. How can you miss something you never had? These will be some things that we will discuss here today, Chris. Man, it was a wild one over the last 24 to 36 hours for Texas Tech. Not necessarily all portal related. You had some commitments from other levels as well. But there was plenty going on in the portal also, and we will run the gamut on today's episode to get you caught up. And I'd just like to make this announcement to anybody that is watching the episode. Nobody move for the next 30 minutes. Nobody move. Just give us a moment to catch our breath before we get back to shuffling the deck (laughs) here once again. Chris, I'd like to, though, if we could, as we dive into the transfer portal, uh, get to, I think, some of the good news of the day. Somebody that dove out of the transfer portal and back into the warm embrace of the Texas Tech Red Raiders. And that was some news that maybe we anticipated leaving the bowl game whenever we found out heading into it that Cameron Valdez was going to be a guy that was going to play in Shreveport. I think you alluded to this prior to the game on Friday on that episode. You know, some thought that maybe that would suggest he would be back in red and black this year, or I'm sorry, next year. Let's kick off the conversation there as he makes that official that he will remain at Texas Tech. He is out of the transfer portal and back with the good guy. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Cameron, what, what his intention was is like, hey, um, you know, because when Taj Brooks comes back, I mean, th- there's obviously not on paper anyway, not going to be a larger uh, role uh, for, for Cameron next year. And I think he he you know had the intention of getting into the portal and talking to some of the schools that uh, that originally recruited him. I think schools like Utah, like Michigan, uh, and and the like. And you know I don't know if uh, he got any traction there with uh, with any any possibilities. Is obviously those two programs are uh, I don't know who else was was in the in the mix there, but uh, but I think he just and he, he likes it here. I gather. Um, I think. Um, you know, he, he can continue to, to grind away at it and he's got a spot here. And I think he'll, you know, he'll have a, you know, potentially bigger role next year. Uh, and, and maybe if, if you don't want to use Taj Brooks quite as much, but, uh, but yeah, that, that was good news. And the, the other one that I thought <clears throat> that I thought may do the same thing as Cameron Valdez is Loic Fungi. However, there's there's a lot that seemed to think that he's, he's played his last game, um, which, I I uh, I don't you know I I wish him well. He's a guy that I I have liked and admired, and and I thought I thought he did a really good job on special teams. He caught a touchdown pass 
uh, versus uh, Cal there in the bowl game. But uh, you, you hear a lot of uh, whispers about Vanderbilt and about UTSA being strong options. I think J.J. Sparkman also has a, a pretty good chance of ending up at UTSA. There's obviously a Jeff Trailer, Joey McGuire connection there uh, with – Hey, you know, these are good kids. Hey, man, are these good kids? You know, that that kind of stuff. And so, you know, they could both end up at UTSA. But, yeah, it's uh, – I'm, again, head on the swivel, man, because you're right. As I, as I was thinking about all the portal stuff we we're going to talk about today, I'd already forgotten about Cameron Valdez. That was like – that was in the rear view. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, he, he, he's, he was – uh, you know, on your team, then he kind of was, but wasn't, and now he he is. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. So I'd kind of I moved on from that one, but then that's a that's a big time uh, nugget from yesterday for sure. Uh, that he because you had a couple of running backs that one from UT Martin, um, I think one from Elon maybe. You know, you you had one that you know guys that you were kind of on your radar and, and going to visit. One ended up at Oklahoma. Not sure where the other one ended up at, but uh, but now I think you're 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 out of the running back market from the portal standpoint because of Cameron's news. Yeah, with Brooks returning, obviously he's not expected to like take over the reins or anything. Talking about Valdez, but he will have a role. I mean, there's no question about it. So I'm glad to see him stick with it and uh, see how he can develop in year number two. Okay, let's stick with the portal before we get to a commitment flip. And let's get back to someone that we haven't, I don't think, mentioned yet on this show. That's another tight end in the mix and John Carlos Miller and how that then relates to a previous portal tight end commitment and Alex Lines saying bye-bye. So how do we break down this situation where you had a little tight end shuffling? Yeah, you know, I, I, think, um, I think Texas Tech, you know, heading into the game on Saturday – that afternoon, they got, a, you know, a commitment from John Car Carlos Miller. Uh, I keep wanting to say John Carlos Stanton. Uh, that that's that's hey, that's, ba that's baseballing. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Although it would be it would be very costly uh, based on what Giancarlo Stanton uh, makes uh, in his salary. Um. And I'll be honest, I wasn't uh, just too keen or aware that they still wanted to add to the tight end room. You, you'd had, you know, because at that point you'd had, you know, you've added lines, you've added Miller, and you had Tharp. You've got Trey Jackson coming in. And, you, you know, there is some concern about Mason Tharp's injury history. So that is, you, you're just not real sure, you know, how – healthy he can be and stay and all those things. If, if he is, he's phenomenal, as we saw in the bowl game. But it's just uh, – it's kind of a gamble. And so I think you're trying to protect your 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 situation there. Jaden York obviously departed. Uh, I think whenever he doesn't get put on scholarship, I think he, he, he tried to seek help elsewhere. You know, could he come back and be like Alex Lines? Um, you know, uh, I don't know. But John Carlos Miller – is somebody that set some records there at Elon. I mean, he had a hundred yard receiving day. He's got, you know, you know, it's not like just overwhelming numbers and all that, but for Elon from a tight end position, I think he'd done pretty well. He's about 6'4, 240. And the key here is with him is that you get multiple years with him. So that's that was the thing with Alex Lines, who you, you know, you were gonna have Lines and Miller, you know, remaining here on this team a year from now. 
And that that's allowing Trey Jackson to kind of grow up and, and add some weight and, and mature and all those things. Because Jalen Conyers, who's the, the huge addition to this position group, and Mason Tharp would have graduated. Well, you know, now you're going to have to, you know, go back to the well, I guess, uh, because I think with Miller added, Lines is looking for a little bit more playing time, I gather, or immediacy. I don't know. Uh, and so he's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to decommit. I think that it's a direct correlation into you adding, into you adding Miller. Was everyone aware that you were still looking for a tight end? Did Lines not know? Does, does he not want to be patient and, and wait that? T- I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you, you know, say hello to one and goodbye to another. Uh, we hardly knew you. Yeah. You <laughs> Can't miss something you never had, I guess. Um, and, I, you know, in any of these situations, uh, some of it I, I don't like as much or I might feel differently about just as a fan because I want my team to be good. And if I think a guy can help, I want him to be on my team um, that I'm rooting for. But – I'm just mostly still in more power to you mode because, like, this is your time to find your best seat that you can. And, look, if you think you can get out there and hunt for a better one or this isn't turning out to be what you wanted, more power to you. So best of luck to you. But wherever that is, it's not going to be in Lubbock, Texas. And I I was kind of wondering, I I, I don't know, just the tight end collection that you had assembled. I'm like, okay, are we going triple tight end next year? Or how is this going to work out? Because that was going to be kind of a unique situation. So I don't know. That is probably going to be going down as one of the more bizarre turn of events, I guess, possibly in this portal cycle. Not good grief. I shouldn't even have said that out loud. Now what weird thing is going to happen today that will top (laughs) that on the bizarrity scale. But still in the category of we hardly knew you or can't miss something you never had, uh, a bizarre announcement. It's not all that unheard of to see a commit Flip, but I love the announcement and the wording yesterday from a humor standpoint. And Danny Salee, who has chosen to become a BYU Cougar, part of the announcement says, First, today's episode brought to you by eBay Motors. And eBay Motors has you covered with everything you need to maintain your vehicle and keep that ride-or-die ride on the road. Or if you're just looking to elevate your car's game to the next level of performance, they got what you're looking for. With roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, superchargers, and accessories of all kinds to fit your style, whether you're looking for speed, power, or design, eBay Motors has you covered with over 122 million parts to perfectly fit what you need. So just head over today to ebay.com slash motors, where you're going to always find exactly what you're looking for. And with no risk because of eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit just right every time or your money back, keeping you burning rubber and not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to keep your ride or die ride on the road and moving your life forward at ebay.com slash Motors eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions do apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And Danny Salee, who has chosen to become 
a BYU Cougar. Part of the announcement says, I have flipped my commitment to BYU, double exclamation point. I was not promised a car, any money, but a chance to grow as a football player and as a member of the LDS Church. Now, we've combated fan bases that are large. I don't know we've ever considered having to combat a holy war or anything like that, so something new to consider with BYU in the league, but definitely something that somebody would say if they weren't promised a car or any money. You, you always want to come right out and say that for sure, just to confirm. Uh, but, Chris, there's no way to get around the fact that literally this is a sizable shift because the homeboy went 6'2", 360 or so, and I think, even though I was not familiar with him, uh, pardon me, I wasn't familiar with your game, Danny. Before I heard of him becoming a Red Raider, I think this was one of the more exciting additions of the quote-unquote offseason or this cycle so far. So I'm wondering, was was Texas Tech caught off guard? Was this kind of like something that was building towards this and there was some sense of it? Or what do you make of this sizable change? <laughs> I wasn't promised a car or any money. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 this is a snapshot of 2023, man. Really That's is. either, you know, because I think you and I were joking like, well, that's either your guilty conscience talking about you switching commitments uh, and, and you trying to justify it or, or dang, man, you should have asked for some stuff, you know, yeah, you should have. Uh, I mean, they're, they're giving it away uh, all over the place. Uh, it seems like, and what's I mean, the regulation on promising a better seat in heaven? Has the NCAA considered <laughs> that? Like, did you see, uh, speaking of, cause it's in close proximity. Uh, I was just there. What? Six weeks ago. But did you see, they gave, uh, I, maybe it was the girls' basketball team at the University of Utah. Uh, they're in Salt Lake City. They 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 gave them a choice of some like grand cheap or Jeep Wagoneer, not cheap. It Freudian wasn't cheap. Uh, yeah, Florida <laughs> slip. Grand Jeep Wagoneer or like this fancy pickup, and like you get to pick whichever one you wanted. Um, and it, it, and it, yeah, it's like there's this unveiling on the basketball court where they like drop these boards and it's like hey, you get a car like right. Oprah thing and so they're like ah and so there's a lot of car giving away uh up there in utah because uh, i think there's a a big time car dealer that, that that is a utah alum and all that so he's done a lot of you know anyways like the big red ford dude in norman oklahoma is like yeah. what the hell hey, red red bomar is like dude i still hadn't got paid for that last uh, shift i worked man. Yeah. yeah that's right <laughs> Yeah, it's all legal, you know, and and the and the Trans Am RIP, uh, you know, it still lives uh, the the mm -hmm. the black Trans Am from SMU or the golden one, maybe. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, <clears throat> I thought that announcement was yeah, it was very strange. Uh, I think Tech was at some point aware of uh, of it. I don't know whether that was right before he announced or whatever the case, but uh, yeah, it, it, this is uh, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game kind of thing. Right. Um, you, you know, I, I think, uh, th that one stung from a standpoint of, because it really fit a need you, you, you now, as much as you need, because we can sum it up this way, as far as like what work you have left to do in the portal. Yeah. Do you want to maybe add a, not, not necessarily like a fourth tight end, but do you want to add another tight end to the mix maybe, but ultimately this is going to come down to adding big people you know, like interior defensive linemen and offensive tackle help on the offensive line. That's what you're, that's what you're essentially looking at now. And those are harder to find, you know, uh, I think because if you look at Texas Tech's defense 
on paper for next year, you know, if you watched like the Dallas Cowboys recently, the one thing that you're vulnerable with is like if somebody just wants to run it right at you because there is no Tony Bradford or Jalen Hutchings anymore. Yeah, you have Quincy Ledette, but, you know, they moved Amir Washington. He's an edge guy now. That's what we saw him kind of getting after the passer and all that. You know, Spencer and Linton, you know, all those guys, those are those are edge edge folks. You need some bulk. You know, do, you've got Duda Banks. You've got Trayvon McAlpine. Um, you, you know, and so and then a bunch of young players. And so you 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 need old and big right there. And I think Danny Salee kind of checked both boxes uh, there uh, with some bulk if somebody were to hammer. Because think about it. Yes, you're not going to play Oklahoma or Texas anymore. I mean, but what is Kansas State going to do to you? Uh, what is West Virginia going to try to do? Um, what is, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of some of these. What is Utah? You know, what is their style of play going to be? I mean, there's still teams in this league that are going to just go – Try to try to hammer it right, right up the gut, and you've got to have some, you know, some folks right up there that can withstand it. Quincy Ledette can only do so much, so um, that's where there's a need there, and I think Danny Salee was expected to fill that need. So I guess prior to his flip, not that you're ever just not recruiting a position, um, but maybe you put it off to the next calendar, or hey, it's not a portal need, so it's not high on the immediacy scale or whatever, but. So now are we back to, all right, boys, break out the defensive tackle hot sheet again because we got to get busy right now. Would that be close to accurate way to describe it, or how do you see that? Yeah, because another target that they had been after, you know, commits to SMU like in the last day or two. And so, you know, it, it's it, it, this is the hard part about, you know, recruiting is that when you get your commitment at the position of need – you'd almost like, okay, don't need to mess with these guys anymore, but you almost kind of still semi have to, but, but why would they like, dude, you said you needed one guy. You got him. What are you calling me for? You know, it's like this weird dynamic, you know, cause you can't go, well, we're calling you because just in case, just in case, just buddy. In case I'd be like, screw you, man. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not in anybody's backup plan. So it's a, it's a weird dynamic right now. It, this whole thing, it get, I mean, because there's no the, – the problem is, is that, you know, I guess I guess the next end of this particular cycle to where – and we're so far away from it. So it's like it, it's got to be extremely stressful. It's like enjoy the holidays, folks. Enjoy New Year's and, and all that. But it's like you're just not. You're just stressed, you know, uh, because ultimately team meeting on January like the 9th may or you know I think that's right and classes start on the 9th or the 10th uh I may be off on a few days uh, from that uh but that's really until that time it it's it's a free for all now the, the the guys that don't that don't apply are the guys that are going to sign in the morning you know the uh, the the high school kids that sign uh in, in national letters of intent once they sign that and submit it, they're bound, uh, and, and then they would have to be let out of you know whatever. But all the portal additions, that they could bail at any point until they sit in a class at Texas Tech, they're not they're not bound to to any sort of agreement. And first day of class is still three ish weeks away, so yeah, man, like keep on crouting. I'm not, 
<laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I like things in a nice, you know, routine oriented and like, like let's okay, we, we're done here. Right, that package is wrapped. It's under the tree. We're good to go. Move on to the next. No, it's like there's wrapping paper and tape and just a, it scissors just all over the damn place still right now because nothing is for sure. Yeah, it's like Aunt Bethany wrapping her damn cat that sucker and just bust <laughs> right on out of there. Then you got a cat running around the house. Uh, sleep with one eye open, I guess, is what you would say to Coach McGuire. And come, enjoy your holidays and sleep with one eye open because you never know what's going to change when you wake up the next day. Or you might get thrown off a Nakatomi Plaza, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. I, uh, I, I don't really know how else you could so quickly address this other than via, I guess, because he was a, this was a Juco guy, right? Uh, Salih was coming from the Juco ranks. Yeah. And, and it's, th- this is the part that sucks is that if you get got, see, because what happens here with specifically with Salee, guess, guess when Danny Salee swooped in there and went and visited uh, Provo, you're, you're in Shreveport, you're bowling. You can't have any, any visits that weekend, which a lot of programs did. It was a huge visit weekend yeah. uh, for everybody this past weekend. And you were squeezing them in, you know, from like the Thursday to the following Tuesday. Then you're on the plane Wednesday and then you're going and, and beating Cal. <clears throat> but he, he got in there uh, this past weekend to Provo and, you know, they have a big Polynesian, you know, uh, that that there, there's a lot of uh, of the, those poly type players that are there and Samo- Samoans and all those kinds of things that that have played for BYU and the head coach Kalani Sataki obviously uh, you know so that that maybe that's just a better fit I don't know but you you just missed the whole weekend of visits and so you really can't you know I don't know when you can kind of recoup a lot of these mid year guys because there's the visits times are over yeah. You know, that's what sucks. And like from a portal standpoint for a D tackle, it's you're going to have to do a lot of this over Zoom or or during the quiet period. And that's what that's going to be the hard part is that, you know, so maybe you have to be a bit patient there. I don't know. Just got to whisper like a thief in the night, slip in, slip out, do whatever you got to do. But point being, this is not something with this particular position that you can like get back to the prep level and be like, all right, well, maybe we'll look back at no. some of these. Rank- I mean, cause this guy coming from a Juco rank, even though sometimes it takes like a year and then the second one's the really good one, you expect impact, you expect minutes played immediately. And so I'm interested to see how maybe they can fill those shoes if at all possible. Okay. While we're on a big boy theme, let's flip to the other side of the line of scrimmage. While we're on a big boy theme, let's flip to the other side of the line of scrimmage. Last time I asked you about urgency along the offensive line, boom, boom, we got commits (laughs) left and right. So I just feel like maybe I should bring it up again just to see what I can speak into existence and maybe put out in the wind. I know you're still searching. I know you're still looking and maybe even correct me if I'm wrong, but to the tune of two or three more guys, but specifically uh, two or three more offensive linemen, that is but specifically at the tackle position. So are you picking up any vibes that maybe there's something on the horizon or coming around the corner uh, within the offensive line conversation? You, you, you still very much need offensive tackle help. Uh, absolutely you do. Um, and I think that, you know, another scholarship opens up at this position group when Jacoby Jackson uh, decides to, to go to the portal. Uh, he's got two years left and he'll, he'll do that elsewhere. It appears. Um, 
but you already needed tackle help. And and the thing is, is you had addressed – there's a direct correlation in Jacoby Jackson entering the portal and Vinny Scurry and Davion Carter being added because they – you know, I think the thought was a hey, Jacoby will probably get beat out in the spring and so maybe he would enter late, but I think he goes ahead and sees the writing on the wall. But, like, tackle-wise, you, you, you've got playing time available, uh, potentially even – you know, Ty Buchanan, uh, Dalton Merriman – um, you know, one of these younger kids, uh, Matt Keeler, those are kind of your tackle options right now. You definitely want to add to that mix, probably with one or two guys. Uh, there's a young man out of Middle Tennessee named Robert Porcher that is set to announce this morning. Um, Arizona State, Baylor, Syracuse, Memphis, UTSA, and Texas Tech uh, are, are his uh, reported options. Uh, I think Texas Tech is in a great spot here, uh, so we'll uh, we'll kind of see what we get uh, this morning. But nothing's for sure. I mean, as you know, Danny Salee. I mean, they're already making your jersey, and you know, got uh, got your locker ready. And what, what what do you mean? They they gave you a car and money at BYU. Oh, they didn't. No, no, oh, no. Oh, no. okay, okay, yeah. You, you just yeah. So I mean, yeah. So nothing nothing's for sure, man. But uh, you're still on the hunt again, big people. Um, you know, offensive tackle, and, and there's still the, the I think the junior college player in California that plays offensive tackle. Uh, you know, you'll start to see, you know, and, and one other name we mentioned or we, we failed to mention that it was a portal related Josiah Pierre, uh, enters the portal yesterday for Texas Tech. That's a direct correlation and probably the, the duo that we have been talking about in Ben Roberts and, uh, and Jacob Rodriguez. You know, I think, uh, I think Josiah Pierre, maybe he didn't want to switch positions. Maybe he feels like there's more playing time elsewhere. But that's a, that's a guy that had one more year of eligibility. And I'll be honest, I'm as close to this. I try to be as anybody. When I saw that he entered the portal, I was like, wait, he had another year? I'm the same way. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm, I'm like, I felt horribly embarrassed. Um, I, I know I know JP. I talked to him a lot. Um, I, I just... And, and sure enough, I go back, I'm like, well, I'll be damned. Yeah, he had another year. Who knew? So I think he had the intention of kind of wanting to go to the NFL, didn't get to play as much this year, doesn't maybe see that as an opportunity here uh, next year. And so, you know, away you go. But that's just a veteran player that knows your scheme and system that, you know, so, you know, there, there's there's all these little nickel and dimes, man, that you, you can, with your roster that, you know, who knows who you may add. Um, edge player, defensive tackle, tight end, offensive line. I mean, you know, palms up. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna continue to, to portal. That's for sure. I, I was surprised by Pierre. I also thought his time had come to an end, but then I began to consider what I thought he possibly could have been for Texas Tech, even if it seemed crowded in the middle. He had been someone that provided things for you off the edge previously and out of necessity was then in the middle in a previous season. And I'm just wondering, does that speak to something I don't know about what Tech has on the edge? Because I almost feel like there's some help-wanted signs there as well that maybe he could have filled, but obviously, I guess, didn't have a desire to. Well, Linton or wasn't is asked big, to. I don't know. Yeah, and Linton is the big question. I think there's some thought that he's still – it's still up in the air which puts you in a bit of a bind. Uh, he could still – I think most people internally feel like, oh, he definitely needs another year. But you, you can't – you're also not in his shoes, don't know his family situation, yeah. all that stuff. Um, but, you know, from an edge standpoint, you know, you've got 
you've got guys like Marcus Ramon Edwards, you know, Dylan Spencer, uh, Steve Linton, obviously, if, if he is back, um, you know, Joseph Adetere is an edge guy. They've moved Amir Washington now to the edge, but they did that back in uh, November and we saw what what he can do. So I don't know. Maybe maybe JP it, it like looks at Amir Washington and is like, well, damn, you know, maybe that's what made him, mm. you know, just the th- I, I don't know. Pierre um, became I, a pretty good player for you. I know he didn't I, have this previous year he wanted to, but I just would have liked it's it's just good to have old guys around that you trust. Yeah. You know, and and it's but it that's a it's got to be a two-way street. It, it's I get I get why most are going to say, well, of course you want older guys that are around that you trust that can play, but th- that may not fit their what suits them best either. Like I, I want to go be somewhere where I can play. I'm not going to be sit here and be somebody's insurance policy, like the, the whole backup plan talk uh, that that we that we were discussing earlier. So, yeah, that that was another one that uh, I mean, there's just a lot of movement uh, yesterday. And uh, Miles Price goes to Indiana. Uh, Jerron Bradley goes to Boston College. Uh, Brooke Honore, uh, your backup punter, is is gone to Arkansas State. So some of your the ones that have departed now are starting to find homes elsewhere, and haven't seen Monroe Mills pop up yet, unless I missed it. But no, hadn't and, and you know I'm not. I'm just not in this crazy zany world. I'm not gonna rule out. I don't. Do I think this will happen? No, but I mean I, I'm not gonna be naive to think that you you wouldn't. You know you can't get remarried with one of these guys that have left you. <laughs> You know, I just am not, you know, whether that's York, whether that's Mills, whether that's, you know, there, there's some of them. And, and, and I think the Mills thing didn't exactly end great uh, for everybody. So that may not be one. But like the York thing, I mean, maybe he, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, that that's that would certainly fill a need and a void, but I don't know. Look, yeah, you can't catch feelings at the negotiating table. If they break down for a moment, come back on another day and maybe the sun will be hitting you differently. And yeah, you can get remarried. Had a cousin that did that one time. And one of those is the same woman. One of those is in the monkey cage at the San Diego zoo made the AP wire. Our families claim to fame. Look it up boys and girls. All right, Chris, appreciate your time and insight as always, man. Uh, We'll get back together and, I don't know, about 15 minutes or so and see if we need to do a new episode. Uh, If not, we'll rejoin you on the other side, man. Looking forward to it and uh, enjoy it as always. Signing day uh, in the morning. Uh, Yeah, keep your head on a swivel portaling and uh, signing day and all that stuff. Be a busy day uh, manana. So uh, appreciate it. Keep hope alive, everybody. (laughs) For Chris Level, I'm Casey Callen. Thanks for joining us. As always, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. We hope to see you back here for the next round on Locked On Texas Tech.